Welcome to Canadian Seniors Network, where we talk about becoming a senior and being a senior. We explore the hard stuff, the easy stuff, the scary stuff, and the fun stuff. Are you ready to explore? I'm Rusty Rushfeld, and I'm your host for the CSN Podcast. Today on Canadian Seniors Network Podcast Episode 3, we'll talk about another possible supplemental income resource uh, commonly referred to as Mystery Shopper. And over the years, uh, we've heard this term before, And but basically a Mystery Shopper is someone hired to pose as a customer and report on the quality of service received and how well a store or a chain of stores is being run. The Mystery Shopper poses as a normal customer and is given a specific task such as purchasing a particular product or asking certain questions. So mystery shopping, what it is and what it isn't. Regardless of what you may have heard or read, mystery shopping is not a quick way to make a lot of money. It's not a quick get-rich scheme, nor is it a way to get paid to shop. Mystery shopping is a serious enterprise intended to gather information about the customer experience in a specific environment. It requires personal time, personal attention, and concerted effort. Mystery shoppers are in business for themselves. They get paid for the work that they do while posing as shoppers. You know, as as a contractor, not as an employee. Their main focus is to gather data and complete the task as instruction, as instructed. Now, one thing you have to be aware of is uh, uh, if you have been asked to pay to become a shopper, you should be extremely leery of the offer. There are thousands of opportunities to do mystery shopping that do not require the shopper to pay anything. So, you know, be very cautious of that. And there is a video on my website. So if you go to canadianseniorsnetwork.ca slash forward slash mystery hyphen shopper, you uh, watch this video and it'll explain some of the details of how people are being scammed. But back to being come uh, a mystery shopper. In some cases, the shopper may be expected to purchase an item or a meal, theater tickets, etc. In which cases, the shopper is likely to also be reimbursed for that item. Of course, within the stipulations given by the shopping company when the shopper accepts an assignment. In every case, the shopper should strive to ensure he or she fully understands the scope of the shop, the anticipated time required, and the benefits, if any, that will result from doing the shop. So, you know, I put some thought into this. Is this going to be something that I want to try? And, you know, I'm curious. It looks kind of neat. And uh, who, who wants to do something you know, behind people's backs and, you know, be like a little spy and all that stuff. So um, I did I did try it. So what I did is I looked through the Canadian list of um, online mystery shopper companies and I selected one. I went through their registration process that was fairly straightforward and quick and easy to do. Um, I read all as instructed. Make sure that you understand what they instruct you to do. So one of the instructions was to 
read all the terms and conditions and privacies and all that stuff because they lay out a lot of rules that you need to abide by. And I won't go into that because, you know, I'm not going to name the company I selected. I'm not going to be that specific. But generally, they're all run the same. Uh, They all have the same back-end processing uh, by a third-party company. So they're really close to being the same. So anyway, uh, I got approved. It took a while to get an approval done uh, because it's based on a few, you know, demographics, of course. And um, lo and behold, uh, up and running. And uh, they sent me a list based on my criteria about how far I want to travel to to become to do a mystery shopping assignment. And uh, I was looking down the list, and I found one that appealed to me in a shopping mall that wasn't too far away. Uh, so I read all the instructions, and one thing I learned really quickly was uh, the initial report of what they want you to do is one thing, but it's it's totally different when you go and read the full scope of what they want you to do. And that's that's really important is you understand what they're asking of you. And if you're if you feel you're up to that kind of a challenge, then all means uh, move ahead with the project. But if you if you don't like the project, once you've read about it, you can decline. Uh, you're not punished in any way. So anyway, I selected it. And I uh, chose the day and I went out and did it. And um, followed the best I could on the instructions. There were so many instructions, I, I couldn't believe it. It's You had to have a, an unbelievable memory to be able to to go into this assignment and be able to do it properly. So I did the best I could. Uh, came home and did my report. And the report was really difficult to do because now you're trying to remember if you did it right, ask the right questions, got the right responses, move forward from there. And then I found that some of the questions, the way they wanted them answered is like you're writing a, a darn essay. And I had trouble coming up with enough words because I had challenges with doing my assignment based on my instructions and how the responses from uh, from the salesperson just did not match. So anyway, I struggled through it. I submitted it. It was accepted. Uh, then a day or so later, I got... Um, a rating. The rating was not that great. Uh, apparently, I wasn't to use uh, um, the conjunction for the word "and." I was supposed to write out the word "and" full time, like full, full, the full word, not just an abbreviation of the word. But I didn't read that in any of the terms and conditions. Um, my answers were not clear. So anyway, there was a lot of confusion there, and they they edited it on on their end and sent it in, and it was approved, and uh, uh, they approved me for payment as well, which is perfect. Then a while later, a couple days later, they denied my payment, and um, they claimed that the video in the, the store did not match my report, and they had a lot of challenges with my report. So I again challenged back with that. And um, they just decided to pay me and and get rid of me. But while that was all going on, I had already selected a second assignment. So I was well into the second assignment before I found out that um, uh, they weren't going to allow me to continue to get assignments anymore. So I did the second assignment. I was a little better at it. Uh, I read the instructions a lot better, understood them a lot better, and I was able to do the reports a lot better. 
Um, it got approved right away. I didn't get any feedback on it. I didn't get any rating on it, which was very disappointing. Uh, but that's basically when I got the letter from them saying that uh, they were not going to uh, allow me any more assignments. So uh, very disappointed. But I tell you, I soon found out that becoming a mystery shopper or being a mystery shopper is something that I'm not going to waste my time doing. It took a lot of time to do. I had to travel. Uh, some of my expenses, the pay is the shits for what they want you to do. Um, and how you have to write the report, it's like, oh my, they, they should just go hire a marketing company. But, you know, it's cheap and easy for them to hire someone like myself or you to do this. But, you know, there is some gigs out there. I read a lot of reviews about it. Some people are making some decent money off of it. Um, if they got nothing better to do in their life and they have the time and they have the patience to do this, uh, all the power to them. But I, I'm not going to give this a seal of my approval. I'm not going to certify it as um, senior approved. Uh, but I know it will be for some people, but definitely not for me. I could ramble on and on about my experiences with this, and, and I'm not a dummy. But I thought for something a senior has to do, um, if you don't have a lot of computer skills, if you don't have a lot of writing skills, memory skills, um, the access to think on your feet and, and be able to interpret what the client is saying and what the salesman is saying and what you're to do. Well, you can, all you can do is try it yourself. That's all I can say. So anyway, I, like I said, I could rant on about this, but I'm not going to. I still think it's a viable option for some people, but I'm not going to give it my stamp of approval. So if you got any questions, uh, by all means, uh, drop me a note. I'd be glad to discuss it with you. I can't share a lot of the personal details because that is private and confidential, but I can tell you more about my experiences and my exposures to it. Will I do it again? You know, I may do it again in the future, but right now I have better things to use my time on and uh, the dollar return on that time is <laughs> I'd rather go pick pop bottles than do that. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening to me and uh, all the best and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Please share this podcast with your friends and family and check us out at Canadian Seniors Network. That's all one word. Canadian Seniors with an S Network. .ca. Thanks for listening. Rusty signing off. And remember to laugh and have fun.